Once again, from the Spinning Thoughts podcast, coming at you here, this is Angelo, and I know the one time I forgot to introduce myself, so I make it a point so people know who is speaking to them. This is Angelo. I'm joined once again with my dude, Brandon Robertson. What's up, brother? Not much, my friend. Very excited to be back. Yes, uh, for another exciting episode of the Spinning Thoughts podcast, this is yet another episode that's being dedicated to the artists that are performing on the Four Chord Music Festival in Pittsburgh on Sunday, November the 13th from 1 p.m. to 11 p.m. That's At a shit ton. Extaza yes. nightclub for those uh, drug users and Italian speakers. I guess that's for you. Put huh? it together. It's uh, ecstasy and uh, Italian. So always a good time at Extaza. So... Like I was saying, this is another episode that's featuring an artist from the Four Chord Music Festival. We are super thrilled to be talking to these guys. We've got uh, Modern Chemistry on the phone, and from Modern Chemistry, we have Joe and Brendan. What's up, fellas? Yo! Hey, Yo, brothers, on? what's going on? I'm hanging, getting ready for tour. Hell yes, you are, and we're going to talk about that here in a little bit. Let's uh, try to warm up the listeners before we let all the juice out of the lemon, but um, hey, thank you so much for joining us here. Yeah, we appreciate it, brothers. You guys have um, a lot of stuff going on, a pretty packed schedule, I'd say, so we're honored. we appreciate you taking a little bit of time out of it to talk with us. It means a lot. Honored uh, to get about 45 minutes of your time. So we've got Modern Chemistry here. Joe and Brendan, why don't you guys bring the listeners up to speed on who you are, what you contribute to the band, and give us some uh, history on Modern Chemistry. Cool. Um, my name is Joe. Uh, I I sing for the, for the band, and uh, I also play some guitar. And um, Brendan, why don't you say your name for I'm, them? I'm Brendan, and I play guitar, and I also play some sing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> play some sing. That's there we good. Go. Yeah. Never heard it like that. I love it. Yeah, we're from uh, we're from New Jersey. Uh, we started in New Brunswick. It, we went to Rutgers, and it all kind of fell into place. Pretty awesome. We like played through the basement scene pretty heavily, and uh, things have been kind of just looking up in the last like year and a half, two years. We've been getting on some really cool tours, playing some really cool festivals, and uh, putting out some music. And, How long uh, you guys been, been really a band? Cool. Oof. Been about three and a half now, probably three, three and a half four. years now. Yeah. When did you notice that it started to take off? You know, full blown. I mean, when when it really felt real was when we played uh, our first show at Taking Back Sunday, and, and uh, that's a hell of a first show, no doubt. No, that wasn't no. Our, <laughs> our first show with them. Is when we, it really felt like it was. Uh, oh, oh, oh! I got you. Okay, uh, I thought you were yeah, saying your first. I was, on, I was on your page, Ange. Like your first show was with Taking Back Sunday. <laughs> no, like, our first show. Yeah, was that's a. It's like, like a hell dudes, of a way to go. About let's it. let's create a band. Let's call ourselves Modern Chemistry. And fuck it, for the first show that we play, why don't we get Taking Back Sunday on? Tell all your friends, you know, about it. It's gonna be fucking great. 
Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't understand why more bands don't just do that. Bro, yeah, 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 cut out all the fucking hard work and shit in between it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, do that. Man. That worked. So you guys got on a bill with Taking Back Sunday, and that's when things really started to feel real and kind of perpetuate what you were doing moving forward. So how long ago was that, would you say? I mean, when was that show with TBS? Was that the you know, year, I, year and a half that you were talking about? I think a year and a half to two years ago. Is when that, Probably two years ago almost now. It was, yeah, it was two years ago. It was nuts. It was still the biggest show I think we ever played. Yeah. It was like 4,000 people outside. It was them and the Menzingers. And it was like, we went from the biggest show we ever played. It was probably like two, 300 kids. And then we played yeah. that. And it was like, I don't even know. It yeah. Was mind-boggling. It was, it was pretty crazy. It kind of validated everything we've been doing up until then. And then uh, everything just kind of been uphill from there or downhill. I don't is, know. What is the is there a better feeling than that? No, there really uh, isn't. It's the best. Playing in front of a lot of people is like, one of the best feelings ever yeah yeah hell yeah it absolutely is uh i definitely want to touch a little bit more on uh your connection with a member from taking back sunday in one second but before we move on i am a conceptual kind of guy so you'll hear me throughout the podcast sure. try to you know find meaning behind things and and some insights so I'm curious as to where Modern Chemistry, the name, came from. What kind of background can you provide on the name? Is there anything, something like that? Classic question. I'm all for it. <laughs> uh, you know, what I think happened was we we were jamming around like for a bit, looking for a name, and um, we were asked to play a show, and we got on this show. And <laughs> my the guy who was putting it on, my friend Bill, He's like, hey, man, if you guys don't get a band name soon, I'm just going to call it the Joe Zorzi Experience. And, like, I don't know if you guys are going to want that. And so we were just going through cycles of band names. And it's kind of like that classic thing of, like, we had the show, so we had to pick a name. But um, I, I got, you know, we just, when your mind's thinking so hard about, like, what's going to identify you, like, you start to drop onto some cool ideas. And for me, modern chemistry had nothing to do with science. It was more of, like, just the way people interact with each other. And, um, you know, just how we do it in today's world, it's pretty crazy. You know, there's a lot of ways it can be taken. Absolutely. So I, I brought the other guys and they were stoked on it. And then, you know, I realized it was also a Motion City soundtrack song, but I liked them. We all liked them. So it wasn't yep. like we were like, why not? And then we played with them. And that was kind of funny to be like, yeah, like totally. We didn't name it after you guys, but, you know, we <laughs> love that song. But <laughs> Yeah, Motion, Motion City's definitely uh, one hell of a band. They've made a pretty large impact uh in the uh, oh, yeah. music scene speaking of music scenes you know you guys say you come from uh jersey and everything that that area Joy-Z. yeah joysy uh from that area <laughs> in that vicinity i mean there's a lot of killer music that that comes out of there uh what what kind of experience have you had with the music scene um from new jersey and, and maybe more in particular like new brunswick your area and and where's it heading yeah, I mean, since we started, it's it's just been pretty crazy. It's just exploded. Like, uh, it's always been like almost every weekend between New Brunswick and Asbury Park. That's the other like, that's like a beach town that has like a pretty big scene. Right. And we're friends with all the bands and all. Like at this point, it's like all the people we hang out with. Like everyone is in a super cool band that is playing one weekend or another, and it's always there's always a really, really cool show to go to that we feel really lucky to be able to be a part of and just experience as a, as a fan of like live music and music in general. 
Do you find that, to... that networking like that has, I mean, obviously it's beneficial, but how beneficial would you say it is in being able to book shows on a consistent I think it, basis? I think well, I think it's everything to like, especially locally and even like for like touring and stuff. But when we started, you know, we, we knew all about like in New Brunswick basements. It was like Gaslight Anthem and Thursday and all these cool bands that had a legacy there. And for me, it was like, man, how can we become a part of it? You meet a couple other bands. Like you can't get into the basement scene unless you know somebody or at least you attend these shows. And you can't get the address for these shows unless you ask the right people because right. like, you know, cops shut down the shows. So the address isn't out there. So like, oh, I love cops. Once you start going to shows, then you start meeting the bands. Then they go, we'll give you guys a chance. And you know, all we wanted to do was make an impression on the more veteran bands that were in the local scene in New Brunswick, especially. And like, that's the whole reason why we were able to get shows. You know, because we just made connections with bands who've been around a little bit longer. And then from there, you meet friends from Asbury Park, and then we swap shows. And then from there, you just keep swapping, and it becomes this awesome community. So without the support of each other, like it would be nothing. And it's cool. Whenever one of the bands around us does something big, I feel like everyone kind of gets lifted up a little bit. It's like, yeah. it's such a community. It's a For sure. Thing. The camaraderie in the scene is definitely alive and vibrant. And you even get that, you know, from a fan perspective to, uh, you know, what's great about the style of music that you guys portray, you know, which is a broad, you know, spectrum of it. But, um, you know, they're the, the fans and the people who like it and in, in the bands and in the promoters, you know, the, the scene in general is just very electric right now, which <clears> is <throat> nice to see um, with a lot of monotony going on around us. So speaking of something that is not monotonous at all and actually very exciting, the band, your band, Modern Chemistry, you guys released your newest EP back in May of 2016 of this year, correct? Called Dreaming Adjacent. Adjacent. <laughs> Ad- yeah, adjacent. Adjacent. I wanted to give it more of an exotic sound, um, but then That's it didn't sound good. exotic. It sounded wrong. So We'll get used to exotic. Keep <laughs> that in mind, you two. There's going to be something later on where that's going to come back into play. So that word erotic and exotic, keep that in mind. Nobody said erotic. Ooh. Well, you said wow, exotic, and wild. I misspoke. They mean the same. Hmm, interesting. Okay, so that was a little bit of a tease, I guess, coming up here in a little bit. But you yeah, had this EP added, added come out in May of 2016. Talk to us a little bit about that um, EP, and, and I think that there's a juicy little part of it that I definitely want to talk about if you don't mention it. So we're, we're not going to mention it. We're just going to talk about the music <laughs> and then let you mention it so that we don't ruin it. Deal. Uh, it was, uh, I don't know how we're going to do it without mentioning it, actually. <laughs> Yeah, we, we were... Do you uh, want me to bring it up? Because I do want to bring it up. <laughs> All right, so we were working on a... Uh, we were writing as many songs as we could, working on, like, writing a full-length album. And um, we had... How, would I, how did I do this? How did I talk about it? I was just saying. Uh, how, did you guys get, how did you guys get hooked up with Adam Lazera from Taking <laughs> Back Sunday? I is what I want to fucking know. Because so Adam was there, you know, we we played some shows with him. We we um we share the same manager, and we so we just known him for a little bit. And he, we heard that he might be down to try to produce some songs for us. And we were like already gearing up and writing all these songs. And we were like, uh, yeah, let's let's set it up asap. And so he talked to us about it at because you know we do the holiday shows with them the last two years, right? Which another Thursday. one's coming up soon, right? 
Yes, it is. Uh, this year, December 16th, was starting, starting line. line. I know, my God. Uh, literally uh, one month after forecourt. Easy to remember. Uh, starting line, seriously. <laughs> I know uh, that's one of your favorites, Ange. I love them. So, um, sorry to They're digress great. there. But, yeah, so, okay, continue. So, yeah, we, we played the last one with him, and right before we left, he's like, hey, like, I've, you know, I've never produced before, but you guys are cool, and I've heard some of the new demos you're working on, and I'd love to try something out. And um, I hit him up a couple weeks later, and somehow it all, like, fell into place so quickly and so easily. And we just said, all right, screw it. Like, we're going to take three songs that we feel like are ready and feel like are cohesive, and we're going to bring them down to Nat, not Nashville, <laughs> North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, and we're going to do this with uh, Adam and his friend Mike Pepe, who's now our good friend. <laughs> We banged it out in like four it days. Was crazy, man. We were yeah. doing a, a thing called the New Jersey World Tour that we made up where we were like <laughs> playing all our favorite spots in New Jersey and just trying to like bring together the local scene. Yeah. And right in the middle of that, we just went down to North Carolina and just banged out this album so quick. And there it was crazy, man. These guys were working like seventeen hour days and stuff just to get it all together and right. And it was just like one of the cooler experiences ever. So Ever. what what yeah. was it like to, you know, of course, you know, as a fan of music, me, um, and I play in bands and stuff too, but, you know, I love Taking Back Sunday. I think Adam is just one of the coolest, you know, dudes from that, like, era of music. So initially, oh, you yeah. know, I'm just like, holy shit, like, that's awesome that you guys had the opportunity to, to be with adam from taking back sunday you put that to the side let's get that initial shock out of the side that it's adam from tbs i'm just curious about his style as a producer as you i as you said this was his first time producing i didn't know he produced music i mean what was the experience like with adam the producer producer. a great question Uh, (laughs) i think it was like as positive as it could be and for us we had never really worked with the producer we kind of just go into the studio wherever it is and just record our own stuff however we want for the most part, you know? And with him, once we decided that we were going to do this with him and we realized that we had only four days, it started becoming this thing where we would send him like really terrible, like uh, voice memo demos of the band playing. And then he would like call me and say, Hey, in like two minutes in where you guys do this, can you try to do this? And he would just give me some ideas and we kind of go back and forth. It was, it was weeks of this. We were like workshopping these songs for a while. Did you only have four days? As far as like, they recorded it in four yeah. days, but they were, I guess, we chatting recorded about it. Four days. Gotcha. But yeah, we were we were chatting about these songs for like weeks and weeks before we got down there, you know, to sit down with him and Mike to uh, actually work on them together. So it would just be about like sending demos, getting some feedback, sending new versions, and like we would just always go back and forth. It was pretty wild. So did Adam, is he the kind of guy with the talent that he has and everything, you know, did he... Did he jump in at all? Like, is he in the songs at all? Like, musically, do you, do you hear his vocals? Did he jump on any instruments? Did he want to? You know, what was that? Uh, well, he was slightly. He was he would like jump on instruments and sing parts. Uh, I don't. He didn't sing as far as I can remember or play anything at, on the actual recording. But he was definitely like very involved in like giving ideas and everything. And like the way we write songs as a group. Like, we're all such good friends, and we have, like, this way of speaking to each other where, like, no one's feelings get hurt or with, with ideas, and it's all very respectful. And with him, 
it felt very much like he was another one of our good friends. Like he, he was really good at like talking to us and giving us yeah. ideas and shutting down our ideas in a, in a way that felt really comfortable and easy to do it. And it was just a really cool. And he would never like, if we ever were not feeling something like we could tell him that and he would just say, all right, like let's scrap that and go to something else. Like whatever works. Yeah. Working so very, with, it, working with a guy like Adam has got to be pretty cool because you know, he's been, you know, he was born and raised with the same like music ethics that uh, I'm assuming you sure. guys have too, you know? And so he's been yeah. through the process of recording and dealing with people. And I'm sure wanting to have that um, artistic sovereignty and things like that. So, and look, you guys did a killer job on the EP, you know, thank you. Shout out to, you know, Adam oh, Lazaro from Taking Back Sunday. Never thought I'd say that, but shout out to that dude for doing a good job on, <laughs> you know, producing the album. I mean, it's it's something that I haven't been able to get out of my head. I've been humming it, singing it all day in preparation to this. Thank and, um, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Now, the, the big question that I have revolving around Taking Back Sunday and, and you guys, you know, and I'm hoping you're going to be, you know, honest here even if uh adam ends up listening um do you like taking back <laughs> sunday better or brand new oh, get the hell out of you. <laughs> that was uh instantaneous both of them uh, uh. so you know um i'm just curious Listen, i mean man, so, and why no, serious answer to that is is i think like devil and god are raging inside me for all of us is one of the most important albums in our like of like making us better musicians but Taking Back Sunday is the band where every single album was like my favorite album when it came out. And oh, like, yeah. I've never been influenced by anything more probably than those guys. Like no matter where I'm at now musically or where I've been at, like they are, they're where I'm rooted in. And I think like we all have very strong ties to their music from day one anyway. So that they're was a, both like our, two of our favorite bands for sure. And they definitely are that top for me. Too. That was a hell of a way to answer and not piss off anybody. <laughs> um, I, I couldn't answer that question either. I mean, they, they're they similar in ways, but they're really not in ways also. And they no. both have seriously impacted so many people. It helped so many people get over shit in their life, whether it was as trivial as a relationship to, you know, the most serious of things, suicide or, you know, divorce or whatever. I mean, all their, their songs really resonate with people, both of them. So, um Good answer yep. on that one. What is your favorite, um, both of you guys, Joe and Brendan, what's your favorite Taken Back Sunday album or song? Ooh. Wow. It's a tough one. That might even you be more back. tough on wow. than brand new and Taken Back Sunday. Do you want to know? I, I tell you, my favorite album is probably Louder Now. Oh, okay. My favorite song is Brooklyn, the B-side to Louder Now. Interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's such a good answer. Uh, Which is so fun. It's okay to say that because Adam just put out a list of his favorite taking back Sunday songs. Yeah. And Brooklyn was on it. <laughs> Nicely done. You guys are like on the money with your responses. No I, doubt. I appreciate it. You're like more prepared than we are. That's good. Um, so uh, me, I think my favorite album might be Happiness Is, maybe. But you guys, my favorite yeah, you guys are naming some albums I wouldn't expect, but I, I like them all. Who did your artwork for Adjacent? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're not on that topic. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> but if we, we're not, we're not going to be. Like, I need to know. You don't even awesome. want to hear my favorite song? Yeah, I, I would like to hear it. <laughs> well, my favorite song is, is Everything Must Go. Oh, wow. new again. Yep. 
And uh, and I thanks for thanks for listening to that. <laughs> I always was a big fan of Blue Channel for some reason. That was just a song that. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. I uh, just love that. Um, yeah, I, I've always been more of. I'll be honest. I like I like when bands um, are a few albums in. I like to hear them get a little more um, like comfortable in their songwriting and stuff. So for me, like for most bands, you're gonna hear me pick like like Blink self-titled. Like I'm not gonna pick their early stuff. You know, I'm always I'm always more into hearing a band like really figure out who they want to be. Uh, hey, yeah. you know what? I think that that's awesome because a lot of people, and we've talked about this with other artists on the podcast, fans have a tendency to not change with the band as easy as the band wants to change sometimes. Do you, and just even, not even change, but evolve is the better word, you know, and mature right. and 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 bring new music to the table. Um, you know, I compared it to, I think it was Henry we were talking to from Keep Flying about this. It's like comparing... Um, people with like the walking dead and with, you know, the season seven premiere when Negan, um, and I'm not going to give this away again. I don't like to give spoilers for those who haven't watched oh, it don't yet. Don't you lie. But, um, you know, when Negan was going to kill off somebody or two people or whatever from the main cast, you know, people get attached to those characters and don't want to see them die off. Right. And I think fans of music and bands and artists get that same kind of attachment. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, and I think um, I think sometimes it's hard for bands to evolve into something that they think is is cool and different and that they still like. Like, no one wants to do the same thing over and over again. And um, I don't know. Sometimes uh, it's cool when it's cool when you when you see bands nail it. And um, sometimes it's not it's it's not as uh, common as you might think. Right. It's tough. Do you have a favorite track off of your EP? The new EP? Hmm. Mine's, I, my favorite song is Cutting Space. Uh, I like them all a lot. I think they're all showing different sides of like where we're going. Uh, for me, this happens space to be the like, uh, the adjacent. Is that right? Streaming adjacent, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's my favorite because uh, lyrically I like like the direction of it uh, to my own horn and <laughs> nothing wrong. And with I that. think musically we just <laughs> I think we just hit on exactly like the way I wanted it to flow. It just I guess it's it's sometimes hard to make a song um, like from your head to the recording like get there. You know, oh, yeah. you like usually have all these ideas in your head, and then once you get to the final, you're like, that's cool, but not what I thought. Yeah, but it sounds nothing like what you've been writing close. for you know. However long it took you to write the tune. Right, right. So on the EP, you have, you know, track six, you have silence. Do you get asked this often? You know, why, you know, what is that song? Like, what are you trying to get across with that 17 second track? <laughs> Seriously. I mean, I, I like, you know, I like, you know, the thought of, of really bringing in an artistic value to, you know, an album sure. or an EP. So what, what does that bring? Well, I appreciate you asking that, but to be honest, man, I think that it's really up for interpretation. And I don't think <laughs> okay. we should ruin that. See, and I, I do love that response, but that's the response that once we finish this interview, I'm going to have a beer with Brandon, and it's going to be fucking with me. I'm going to try to figure it out, and, you know, you guys are going to keep me up tonight thinking about it. So, <laughs> But that's okay. I'll just listen oh, to the EP, and it'll all be good. Yeah, that's all right. That's just what on repeat, man. You'll come up with something. <laughs> so on topic of 
on topic of the new EP, one of the tracks, it is the um, first track off the EP, I believe. Part three, you guys have a music video that just came out not too long ago uh, to support it, correct? Yep. So tell us a little bit about that music video, how you approached it, what the experience was like, and any inside information on the video you can uh, give away. There's a lot of... um we really like bands that build their own world and stuff and, and don't think of their music as the only like outlet for art. And so we didn't have a ton of time to get this whole music video, like finished and everything. I don't remember why now, because I'm tired and I don't remember, but (laughs) (laughs) there was definitely like like a timeframe thing going on. And I remember just being like, we just wanted to, we, we really like the videographer. He's this guy, Anthony Ebra, who does a lot of stuff around here and we know he's really good. And we don't have a ton of time. We'd love to do some cool kind of just performance video, um, but we need to make it our own. And so we have a rehearsal space in New Brunswick and there was an extra room in there that they let us use where we just, we basically went to like Goodwill and dollar stores and craft stores. And we bought all these like random plaques and random um, plant holders and everything we could find flowers and stuff. And we just like spray painted them all the colors of like the EP and things like that. And just tried to like make the entire room, just our space. Yeah. And we wanted to kind of, we, so we, so we just kind of like took as many props as we could, like as weird as they could be and just tried to fit them all in to make them feel like this inclusive world where that song and the whole album could really fit into. In the like notes of the video, I saw that you give you guys credit at for the lip syncing, you know, in the video, right? Um, for the what? The lip syncing. Oh, yeah. Which is funny, you know, because we talked to Rishi Ball from Eternal Boy uh, in episode five, you know, the guy behind the Four Chord Music Festival and about a music video that they just recently put out. And, you know, he was saying how awkward it really is to do a music video because you're not like, playing the song yeah you're not really playing it so that's why i found it funny that you gave you know you reference yourselves as doing the lip syncing on the video what was that like you know to to because it's amazing how when you watch the video i mean it seems like joe you're you're like literally singing and feeling and screaming the the lyrics back at us but how do you how do you get that across well, I guess you kind of found out my secret. I wasn't necessarily lip syncing. Um, I what I mean, what you do is this is what we do. I don't know if every band does this, but basically, we get the loudest speaker we can find. We put it in the room. We blast the song as loud as we can, and I scream to it basically. Yeah. <laughs> and so, because if, if I'm just if I'm not yelling to it, you won't. It doesn't see the look real. Out of my head, you know. <laughs> and he wants to see me sing without veins popping out of my head. And are you actually playing like the notes and the drummers hitting the like? I'm assuming he'd have to be hitting the right. Yeah, you can't air hit it. I mean, you got to be coming down on the drum heads. I assume, right? It's funny you say that. It's funny you say that because I was actually playing uh, this song called "Stairway to Heaven" the whole time while we were shooting that. It looked like I was playing. Shut the hell up! Really? Two, but... No, yeah, yeah. I swear. Jeez. I perfectly too. I didn't miss a note. Oh, that's fantastic. So I guess this is the pro- the appropriate time to ask, who did the artwork? Me and Jesse, I think, nailed that together, right? 
oh no it started everyone did it yeah we all did it we all did it there was a multiple stages of painting and layering and um this glossy stuff that makes the pack uh the, the paint crack yeah we painted this piece of wood and then and then we took a photo of it with like uh this good you know certain lighting and then and then jesse was editing it on his computer i threw mountains on there yeah mountains and um it looks great yeah we kind of really as collaborative as it could get if you look in the video you'll see like square pieces and like one of those is what we actually used for the album we just you know did some photo editing to it afterwards but now joe and brendan i'm colorblind can you tell me what colors they are Whatever colors you feel. <laughs> it's up for interpretation, Welcome similar to, to my question on silence. Well, colors aren't up to yeah, interpretation. They, <laughs> they are what they are. Well, It looks s- to me like blue and pink, so I'm going to call it that. It's around there. That's it, those are definitely like Deal. versions of them, I think. Yeah. Cool. So what's coming down the pipeline then after this EP? Uh, do you have a full length that's building off of this? What, what do you guys got coming down? There's a good chance we have a full life completely recorded. Um, it's not going to be coming chance, out for yeah. a little bit. But we definitely recorded something really awesome with Paul Levitt down in Baltimore. Cool. Yeah. He's worked on Have Mercy, All Time Low, some really great stuff. I'm and, surprised um, you guys awesome. didn't say, like, Paul McCartney, like, asked you to come, you know, over <laughs> and, and record, you know, this well, quick, as quick as you guys yeah. move. Yeah, he wrote a few songs for us, but we weren't going to bring it up yet. Uh, that'd be badass. Um, so we were talking about part three, your song off of the EP. You got a music video out, video out for it. So all the listeners checking this podcast out, make sure you go and check out, you know, Modern Chemistry's video for part three. But what we're going to do for you right here, right now, is we're going to play part three in its entirety. Woo! Yeah, hell yeah. No doubt. For your musical pleasures. So without further ado, let's check it out. Part three by Modern Chemistry. Let's roll it.
So that was part three by Modern Chemistry. Brandon, what did you think of the song? Love it, man. I love it. Uh, this, this whole experience, uh, being able to talk with Modern Chemistry, uh, being able to let the listeners hear uh, the music they're making, it, it's awesome. Joe, one of the lyrics, I think it's the, the main lyric in the chorus, never going to get this right. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, definitely. Well, listen, dude, I think you got that song right. There's and no I, doubt. Yeah, I think you definitely <laughs> did, if that's any consolation oh, for you. So <laughs> thank you very much. It's good to hear. So I guess I did something. All right. yeah, it, it is. is. You might want to actually hit up Adam and maybe re-record it and redo the video and saying, according to the Spinning Thoughts podcast, we got this right. I think you should definitely. <laughs> and obviously, yeah, Spinning well, Thoughts actually. podcast is gospel to the music world. So Yeah, so, you know, go ahead and do that. Um, we don't need to take credit for the recommendation. So <laughs> before we jump into talking a little bit about the Four Chord Music Festival that you guys are going to be playing on here um, on November the 13th, um, I want to talk about something that you guys are getting yourselves into just a couple days before it, and then we'll talk about four chord. So for everyone listening, if you're sitting there thinking like, damn, we're listening to Modern Chemistry and um, we love their new EP and we think it's fucking awesome that Adam Lazaro from Taking Back Sunday was involved. You might think that that's the best news that the band has to tell you, but I don't think it is. I think that there's better news. Um, and that news is, is that starting on, I want to say Friday, this Friday, the 11th, you guys are kicking off a tour with a certain band called Mayday Parade, correct? Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Mayday Parade. We are excited. Ah, oh, man. I mean, that is you and them together makes so much sense on a tour. It's going to be for all the fans, whether they are there to see you Mayday or or are just fans of music in general, they're definitely, definitely going to get their money's worth and going to have a, a badass experience. Give me just the initial reaction on finding out that you're supporting May Day on, on, a, on a full tour. Uh, it was just the coolest thing ever. And when we heard that it was, they're doing these smaller shows to support their first EP that they released, uh, it's just so cool to know that we're going to play in front of their awesome fan base, the ones that like love them the most and want to see them yeah. play this stuff. Lots of diehards are going to be there, which yeah. is like, even cooler, you know? Yeah, and a lot of the shows are sold out already, and uh, it's just going to be – there's no way it's not going to be one of the best times ever. So we're really excited. Yeah, it's – if anyone who's around the area where the these um, tickets are on sale, you're going to want to get on them. And like you said, a lot of them are sold out already, which is – just really badass. Hold on to those tickets. Keep them. You know, in 30, 40 years, they could be worth something. Um, so you never know. You never, never know. So look, guys. Never, never here's here's the thing that that I I honestly personally would love to understand. Brandon and I we play in a band together. We've played in bands together for you know the last ten years or so. Yeah, a decade now. And look, we love it. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, but there's clearly a difference between most bands that perform and kind of where you guys are now at. Like you, I would have to say, you know, you've clearly taken this next level, um, in, in your pursuit of disseminating your music. How, how does a band get to that point? Uh, mostly luck, no talent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of 
a lot of things happen, I guess. That's a bad answer. Yeah, we don't really know. <laughs> you know, like, we tried really hard to write songs that we love, and we tried to put on good shows every show we play. Other than that, we don't know how this happened. We just, uh... <laughs> we feel real lucky. That's a good you know, we've thing. Got incredible... Yeah. It, it all kind of just, like, things have been, like, slowly but surely all falling into place. Um, we were on our first tour with Frank Iero. Um, we played a festival with Mayday Parade and a few of the guys were like super nice to us after the show and they, they really seemed like they were like yeah like maybe we could do something together in the future and we we're like uh, yeah sure if you want <laughs> and, I love that. you know we never expected more than that but then here we are like I guess a year and a half later and we're doing this super like intimate Mayday tour where like right. it's just them and their favorite fans and us it's just like can't get much better than that. So. Are there any other a bands on the tour that are accompanying you and Mayday? Not Park? that I know of. No, I think that, it's just that's the two rock. of us. Yeah, I think it is just the two yeah, of you guys, which is great. Yeah, I'm very excited. We're all very, very excited. And uh, we don't take it for granted for a second. No, nah, yeah, you can't. You know, it's um, experiences like these that are going to help the band grow and, and, and mature and evolve, which the fans will gain from that you know because they're gonna benefit from the music that you're putting out and i this is you know this is the evolution that we want to see artists make is just growth and development and, and you guys are like right you're like the bots the, the pot's boiling right now you know and so it's exciting because i feel like you guys are the pasta and i'm and i'm just dropping you into the boiling pot right now like you're about to get cooked and it's great it's a good thing i um, love that it literally was something I just made up on the spot. That whole analogy. It sounds delicious. Yeah. It does sound delicious. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> My next question for you, fellas, what do you travel in? You got a truck? You got a van? You got a private jet at this oh, point? Oh, man. We just, we just got a new van because our old van decided to shit the bed. So, oh, of course. Yeah, um, always. It heard you were going on tour right. with Mayday Pray. They're like, fuck this. I'm done. I'm hitting the bucket. I'm, I'm done. Literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we... we um. You know, unfortunately, one of our friends' bands broke up, and they had a van, and they were selling it, and it just kind of worked out timing-wise to where we were able to pick it up. And Are you, you know, worried that this van a has old, a curse on it, though? But I think it's ready to go. What's that? Are you worried this is, that this van might have a curse on it, though? Whoa. No. Why would you say that? I don't know. Why no, did I say dude, that? You blew it. <laughs> it's, more of like a, it's more of like a legacy thing. It's like all love, you know? It's like bringing closer together. It's like passing the torch. Yeah. Absolutely. That was just a psychological test that I was doing on you guys to see if you <laughs> think more positively or negatively. You guys got a lot of positive vibes. So yeah, that's... it hasn't even You're crossed their mind. You're not bringing down, so. man. You're not bringing us down. <laughs> <laughs> so um, how many dates is this tour with, with Mayday Parade? Do you know? Um, with them, I think it's 11, right? Yeah, I was going to say 10 or 12. 10 or 12 or 11. So, so 11 sounds perfect. Cool. And you have some dates before and after that then, right? Uh, I think just before we have, um, yeah, we got two dates in Virginia. We're playing in Winchester with our buddy Mikey Frazier. And then we're playing the next day in Richmond, Virginia. So both two places we haven't gone to yet, which is always cool. Make new friends. And, you know, it's a, it's a whole different world. Those are like, <clears throat> I mean, Richmond is going to be a literal house show. So it's like cool to play like a nice show where we're used to like, you know, being in basements and houses and then go play some clubs with Mayday. 
what's the one item that the both of you individually must have with you on tour? It's fun. I, do you say wine item? Because wine is my <laughs> wine, wine item. Oh, wow. I, now I need to like, I wonder, did I say that? Like, I think you said wine. <laughs> I think you might have. So really, wine, you have to have it? Yeah, wine, yeah. What what kind? Do you have a particular, uh, you know, vintage or anything that you're interested in? Uh, uh, contemporary boxed wine. Is my <laughs> <favorite>. <laughs> I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Super classy. What's the, what about you, the, the the big uh, wine company? The the box wine. What? Franzia. 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 Yeah. That's right. Yep. Keep your Franzia uh, stacked up, box after box after box in your van. Hey, um, when when they decide to sponsor your next tour because of the you know exposure that you gained from this podcast, um, you should hook us up with a box. <laughs> yeah, well, I think we can get you a box. Yeah, I'm sure. Nice fellas, I, they're really really generous. I prefer red, by the way. <laughs> As do I. <laughs> so, um, gentlemen, we. We we're, we have you on this podcast uh, one because you guys rock and you're putting out great music, but really we wanted to um, feature you as one of the artists for the Four Chord Music Festival, which is coming up on Sunday, November the 13th, here in Pittsburgh at Extaza oh, yeah. Nightclub in the Strip District. How did you guys get hooked up on this festival? Um, was it because was it kind of like a buy one get one with May Day, or how did that happen? Yo, straight up, we didn't even know we were on it. <laughs> we, uh, we were on tour. We knew we were going on tour with May Day, and we didn't know the Pittsburgh date was this festival. And then when we found out, we were so stoked. Did you find out when I emailed you to ask you to come on the podcast? <laughs> Did you? No, honestly, I'm still not even sure if we're playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, typically, Brandon and I do these podcasts to educate and inform our audience. But right now, why don't we, Brandon, inform modern chemistry just so you guys know on sunday november the 13th you are playing <laughs> here playing, in pittsburgh and Extaza. yeah you're gonna be on the four chord music festival with bands like well you know mayday parade uh but spill what? canvas what? hit the lights against Hawthorne the current Heights. yeah damn that sounds like so much fun can you it's believe gonna it? be a blast dude that's gonna be great so um yeah We've got those artists on the bill, and I know a lot of people in, in the city are looking forward to seeing you guys. Um, so, you know, what do you know? Does your Is your set list throughout your tour, does it change? Is it the same? Are we hearing anything different at this festival than people are going to hear on tour with May Day? What's all that about? It, yeah, it all depends. We, we definitely, we've planned more than one set list, you know, keep it fresh, keep it fun. Uh, it all depends on how how it's going for us, how we're feeling about the setlist, and it also depends on if we see like familiar faces at multiple shows. Like we're not going to play them the same stuff. So yeah, right, you miss it, we mix it up a little bit. Fun and fresh, and, yeah, and and we got some, we got some. All the new EPs going to be on there. We've got some newer songs in the EP that we're going to be playing, so it'll be really cool. Do you guys approach covers at all? We used to rip an incredible cover of the Outfield your love <laughs> wow yeah oh yeah what happened it's to probably it probably the it's out there it's the out, we, we can pick it up at any time okay <laughs> it's floating around you guys ever still play it live it's been a while if we're like encored in like if, if it, 
people ask for like an encore in like a bar and it's like 1 a.m like we'll just go for it for sure yeah so or like my, if i'm at a karaoke bar with a lady that i'm trying to impress you know <laughs> my goal is to get when we air this episode to get the word out to all of pittsburgh to just go crazy toward the end of your set and and, <laughs> and not shut the hell up until you decide to do this as an encore Typically, like like the wow. free bird effect, except it's not going to be free bird. It's called the spinning thoughts you effect. That? I've been planning on learning free bird just in case that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, guys, we're not afraid to bust out your love. We're not afraid. If it happens, it happens. All right. We're waiting for it. We've got the green. Basically, uh, Brandon, I don't know if you read into that the way I just did, but they just gave us the green light to make it happen. No doubt. So, um I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Um, gentlemen, one of the, the here at the Spinning Thoughts podcast, Brandon and I do a segment with every single artist that comes on the podcast. It's a one of these days it's going to be an award-winning segment of a podcast. We're not there yet with it, but it's going to be there. I don't even know what the podcast awards are called. What are they called? A potty? The potties, yeah. yeah good. <laughs> Yeah, potty for the best segment ever. So we've got this segment. It's called Lyrics as a Poem. And I'm going to let Brandon explain to you what this is, and and we're going to hope that you'll participate. Well, no doubt. So do you remember earlier on I said keep exotic and erotic in your mind? Here's where it's coming back into play. So, (coughs) excuse me. In our very I'm first so podcast, <laughs> we um, – oh, you're not excusing me? That's nice. Uh, they, they're nervous. We have a, uh, a segment called Lyrics as a Poem where we literally just do that. We read lyrics as a poem. Uh, the very first episode, I read uh, Beyonce's song, um, the one that she did at the Super Bowl. Formation. Formation, correct. Awesome yeah, oh, great. I mean, really, you know, <laughs> profound. Um, so – what we're requesting of you is take a verse, take a chorus of uh, one of your songs, a modern chemistry tune, and read it to us as exotic, as erotic, as sexual, as poetic as you can. So get you know, preface the song, uh, and then give us a verse or a chorus, will you? We can't even remember our lyrics on stage. What makes <laughs> we, we've heard that a couple of different times. Pull out your lyric book. We'll wait. Um, I would like to, I would like to, to perform a song off our new EP called Silence for You. All right. Um, wait, wait, I have a wait, 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 we just have to set the mood for a second. You're ruining my, no, no, no I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to set the mood I'm and you'll read so the lyrics. Please set the mood. Oh yeah. Are you going to beatbox? I think so. This is so legal, dude. Oh my god! So illegal. What's going We're on? Because we can't see things right now. You guys are getting arrested for sure. We are. Well, good. Not We're waiting on it. My hands are behind my back already. All right, let's get going. Ready? Here we mm-hmm. go. This is this song is called "Silence" by Modern Chemistry. Excellent. This is you it. ruined everything. No, 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 this no, no. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. Good Don't thing worry. they have editing tools. Here we go. Enjoy. <laughs> How do you guys feel as of right now? <laughs> Empty. 
and that's it. No? The, that so, was it. so basically, <clears throat> you're tormenting me more, um, and maybe it's it's punishment for my question on the meaning behind your track silence, but I think that that <laughs> was the song that you just, you know, gave us lyrics to, as a poem to, correct? If you could only see what we were doing in the room, then you would know why we fulfilled your whole exotic thing. Yeah. You know so, what I mean? Well, it is a radio show. Yeah, well, it's left up for interpretation, right? <laughs> I guess that I guess it is, yeah. <laughs> so start a slow clap. <laughs> let's let everybody let's give it up because that was the most artistic version of lyrics as a poem. I I gotta give it up for, uh, for modern chemistry. So fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, Thank I'm, you so much. Thank you. I'm bl- I'm blown away right now. I'm like shaking it off as we speak. So there's we're, we're actually rounding the corner here. To the end of the podcast, which is always just such a sad time because we, you know, we we gain this this friendship and and you know, yeah, and and it's great. But um, there there's this this segment that we have done with every band that's joined us for the Four Chord Music Festival podcast special, and basically what we did was is we created a secret Santa, and we picked basically we're picking you to be the secret Santa for another band on the bill. Now, you don't actually have to buy them shit. We're just curious if you did buy them something. What is it that you would buy as the secret Santa for? And I, we actually used this band before, but I want to use it again. We be- can duplicate. We yeah, can because you. they're on tour with them. Mayday Parade. You are their secret Santa. What do you get them for the holidays? Fuzzy slippers, obviously. Yeah, fuzzy, the fuzzier the better. Yeah, <laughs> Easy enough. <laughs> Fuzzy slippers for every member of Mayday Parade. Beautiful. You know what? I didn't want to be in Mayday Parade before, you know, but now that they're getting fuzzy slippers, I'm like, God, what I would give to be in Mayday Parade. No doubt. You know what I mean? Uh, God damn it. Um, So Joe and Brendan, this is the part of the podcast where we want to give you the opportunity to talk to our listeners and your fans and let them know where they can find you online your socials uh we know you got the tour coming up with mayday parade so check that out the four chord music festival on the 13th of november but let our fans know where they can find you online plug yourself totally um well we're modern chemistry from new brunswick new jersey and we love chatting it up on twitter uh (laughs) at modern chemistry um you can also find us on instagram at modern chem rock and you can find us on Facebook at Modern Chemistry. Um, I'm sure we're on a bunch of other sites too that I'm not naming, but that's where you're going to see us. We're down to chat it up. We're down to just throw pictures on there. Oh man, so many great. You're on Apple Music too, if I'm follow. if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? What's that? Are you on Apple Music? Oh yeah, we're on all those Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, can yeah. follow us on Spotify and Apple Music and all those cool Killing. things. Google Play. Um, Google Play. Probably. Um, so what's the one title? Title. Are we? I think so. maybe hey, not. Let, let me look right title. now. Look hey, you guys on you guys on MySpace? Huh? You guys you guys on that MySpace? Zanga. <laughs> yeah. You guys on MySpace? Yeah, totally. that's still my favorite movie called. I think retro. I wonder if we are on MySpace though. That's a great question. <laughs> is there is there even a MySpace to be on at this point? Yeah, actually, there is. I well, think there is Justin still Timberlake MySpace. Yeah. Who's 
Who's who's on it? Tom is probably the only guy still on MySpace, I would assume, right? Yeah, I think oh, yeah, he's yeah. been hanging out. Oh, that's so lonely. Wow. He he probably is one of the loneliest like dudes like on the planet right now. He went from having like 500 billion friends to like nobody cares about him anymore. I I very much care about him. Okay, Maybe we all right. Follow him on Twitter and like tweet, <laughs> tweet nice things to him. Hey, uh, Joe, Brendan, it's been seriously a really really awesome time talking to you guys. We really appreciate your time and jumping on board here. Uh, on the Spinning Thoughts podcast. So um, we'll have to do it again. Keep us in the loop. If you got something coming down the pipeline, we'd love to talk to you. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us, and thanks for asking cool questions. No uh, doubt, brothers. We'll hopefully see you Sunday. Yes, sir. We will be there. We'll come and find you and say hello. And, um, again, Joe, Brendan from Modern Chemistry, thank you so much for joining us here see on the Spinning guys. Thoughts podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. See you guys. Bye. Once again, I want to thank Joe and Brendan from Modern Chemistry for joining Brandon and myself here on the Spinning Thoughts podcast in support of the Four Chord Music Festival coming up on November the 13th. Brandon, where you at, man? I know you guys have heard me say this over and over, but this festival is going to be fucking insane. November 13th at Extaza Nightclub. Here in the great city of Pittsburgh, you can find Modern Chemistry alongside Mayday Parade Spill Canvas, Hawthorne Heights, Hit the Lights, Against the Current, Eternal Boy, Patent Pending, and a ton of other amazing artists from 1 to 11 stay for the whole damn thing. While you're busy checking out all the artists on the Four Chord Music Festival, don't forget to check us out. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn. You can follow us on SoundCloud, Facebook, and Twitter. And definitely check out our website at spinningthoughtspodcast.wordpress.com. We want to hear from you guys. Let us know. Talk to us. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you'd like to hear on the podcast. Any segment ideas, throw it our way. We want the feedback from you. Signing off from the Spinning Thoughts Podcast, this is Angelo. And this is Brandon signing off from the Spinning Thoughts Podcast World of Music Megaplex at Evergreen Studios. Peace. Peace out.